Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Welcome to You Down, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. We focus so much on our bodies and being thin or small or whatever it is, the right color. Uh, And we see people who don't fit those standards at all having so much confidence and yes. pulling, mm-hmm. pulling people yes. who you like, wait, hold up. I didn't right. know you can get him <laughs> or she can get her. Like how? Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. confidence is knowing, Hey, you know, I'm not perfect and neither are you, mm-hmm. but you want this. What's up everybody. And welcome back to you down. A podcast where four funny hummus come together and talk about what's going on in the culture. I'm Shakira Janepe. I'm Mamiya Aforo. I'm Yasmin Monet-Watkins. And I'm Ashley Holston. But collectively, we are known as Obama's Other Daughters. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Those for guns, yeah. <laughs> She's Violet. Speedy Gonzalez over there. Um, but today we are asking people: Are you down with body image? As women, we are constantly being bombarded with images of what we should do, eat, how we should dress, and how we should look. Uh, but a new day is here. We're finally coming into the time where body images of all kinds are being recognized as what they are. Beautiful. Today, we're discussing our feelings around body image and hope we all leave here knowing that no matter what package we come in, we are individually and beautifully made. Mm -hmm. But thank you. Mm -hmm. Let the church (laughs) say amen. 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 (laughs) Preach on, sister. (laughs) But first, um... What are you guys loving and what are you hating this week? Y'all, I am so happy to be back in Virginia um, with my family, but (laughs) I have been so spoiled in the desert of L.A. where there are few mosquitoes, at Uh, least uh, uh, in my time there, there have been few. But I literally will walk outside to check the mail and come back in with 10 welts. I'm like, how did you have the time to get on my body like this? And then I'm just literally just furiously scratching myself and mad, mad alone in the house yelling about mosquitoes. So that's what I hate this week. Um, yeah, no, my hate is very similar to yours, Ash. Um, or rather, I, sorry to all our Virginia listeners, uh-uh, hold up. This <laughs> week, you didn't even <laughs> I hate the state of Virginia. 
Now, let what? me explain why. Let me. Let yeah, me. go ahead and explain yourself. <laughs> I thought y'all were on the same page. And then you yeah, just flipped and turned. Today. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't say anything about hating Virginia. Just so you know. <laughs> I really miss my sister Jade. And she has decided to move to Virginia with her and her husband and my beloved nephew, Miles, and my beloved niece, Lily. And they're just so far away. And I feel like Virginia stole them away from me. And so my hate this week is the entire state. And also, Asha, you're there. And it's just the state has taken so many people I love. I can't I think, take it. I, I don't think you can blame the state. I think you need to take really accountability. Your sister in New York. Isn't that further than Virginia? <laughs> I know. She made just it. Just as it. far. Just you as far. You don't want to be near you. <laughs> mm. The whole I blame you, Pikachu. We get enough hate. We don't need you hating us too, yes. That's not right. I thought it was for lovers. What's that all Virginia about? is for lovers. But I, whenever I tell someone I'm from Virginia, it's always like, mmm. <laughs> like, they feel bad for me. Mm, it's like the uh, tiki torch. Yeah. Tiki torches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A like, lot of stuff lovers. went down on that land. <laughs> it know. did. But, you know, we are a blue state, guys. We're, we, we're trying to evolve. Yeah. A state of thieves. Um, I mean, you're also like super close to the Mason Dixon line, which is where Baltimore is, like mm-hmm. right on that line mm-hmm. between the North and the South. Mm-hmm. And we're barely, you know, the South. you're barely the South. <laughs> you are the South, but you're barely. I've yeah. heard since you guys are from the DMV, I've heard a lot of people argue like that they're from the South who are from the DMV. And yes, the Mason Dixon line is there, but it's also like I don't think of Maryland and Virginia when I think of the South. I don't Ooh. either. I think of Virginia when I think of the South, but not Maryland. I think this is just all so well, close because, you yeah. know, I've heard Maryland folk with a country country accent. <laughs> <laughs> but Maryland is on the northern side of it. So you shouldn't think of Maryland as the South because it's technically not the South. Yeah. Um, but we do have, I, I told y'all that they said I had a country urban accent. You know, we got a little mm. city in there. We eat hot in the fridge there. Like, hot dogs and fridge there. That's what my grandma oh. calls it, the fridge. When I start talking with my family, suddenly I'm like, two, dude, you mm-hmm. like, why? Yes. my lover and my father. My, mm-hmm. my <laughs> like, we do not use TH, we use V's and D's. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man. So uh Kira, what you loving this week? Um Or what you hate, no pressure to love something. Well, right now, I feel like I'm loving I mean this is a silly thing, but like being home and able to slide in a nap. Um, <laughs> I love that is not silly that's important yeah um, yes we're working from home and we're doing a lot from home and there are these moments where I used to be like out in my car I'm in Santa Monica at an audition I'm not gonna have time for a nap or if I do it'll be 10 minutes in a car but now I'm just like I'm gonna go get in bed <laughs> I'm gonna go sleep this off because I'm tired <laughs> Um, naps are naps, are, love naps are a beautiful nap. thing. I saw an Instagram account recently that was like nap, the nap therapy. ministry. Nap the ministry. Nap ministry. Yeah. Yes. They, I knew you would follow that, Yasmin. <laughs> it is so on brand I, for you. I love yes. that account. <laughs> I what, like, wow, is it just people really? taking naps? No, it's like encouraging black women to rest. Oh. It's like you deserve to nap like you deserve to not let this capitalistic society work you to the bone and grind you down like <laughs> rest, sis. You deserve it. 
Okay. Pay your bills yeah, so as they well. promote naps. I could totally see a, a group of people following that and being like, I'm a napist. Like I carry yeah. my sleeping bag everywhere with me. It's a serious <laughs> ministry. Let's have some respect for the nap ministry. Right. Okay. Don't what do you think their songs me. sound like? Just like snores. <laughs> 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 Go to sleep. Lullabies, yeah. Everything to the tune of that. I mean, my nap sounds are like uh, my sound baths type thing. So, or like, uh, what's that? Rain sticks. A nap ministry post. If you are able to safely do so right now, go lay down, go rest your eyes, go daydream, slow down. I'll be back in 10 minutes, guys. (laughs) 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 That's so funny. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm hating it this week, but I'm kind of loving it because some things you love, you hate that you actually love. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's very mm-hmm. funny. Um, it's a thin line between people. love and hate. Thank Sorry, you. I threw that in there. Shout out to Martin Lawrence. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like I get, I attract like really strange people. Um, <laughs> I have theories around why, but whatever. And this person um, DM'd me and just was like offering me a prayer. And he was like a Nigerian shaman. And if you're listening, I will receive those positive, that positive yes. juju. But mm-hmm. it was a little alarming. <laughs> Did he ask for anything or was just like, I want to give you. It was blessings. all giving. Oh, that's oh, well, lovely. That's, I know. That's pretty sweet. That's why I can't uh, say I hate it. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Wow. Thanks. Uh, but before we get too far away from it, um, <laughs> what are the the theories around why you attract weird men or weird people? <laughs> oh, we don't have to. We don't have to. I'm just I hope I don't offend anyone with this, but I really do. You know, I'm a amateur sociologist, so I think that mm-hmm. I know a lot about things. <laughs> um, <laughs> certified. I've seen you diagnose some people (laughs) right and so I think that a lot of times like let's say a homeless black man for instance like if they see me they because I'm so dark and and like a small woman they like I trigger some memory of a person in their past that was there for them like their mom or their grandma or something because it's happened so many times that I'm walking down the street and then this person will just like start following me and talking to me or it'll be like, sis, one guy was like, sister, sister. And I'm like, oh, mm, do I remind oh you of no. your sister? Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I I've think actu- it's a gift. <laughs> Wait, mom, yeah, I think I share your gift. Because I remember I was over by City Hall and this this houseless man was like, spare change or some panties. <laughs> oh, wow. Which one did but you yes, give him? How long, yeah, how long did you talk to him and what did you give him? <laughs> I, ran, I ran away. You gave him no He ran away. Because at, at first I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, brother. But like, I don't carry any cash. Then he said, or some panties. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it always say, goes there. It always goes there. I will say that men do feel like they have a certain level of agency over women in general. Crazy ones especially uh they just feel like i can say anything to this woman or i'm gonna have a certain level of control over her body mm-hmm. and um okay so mom, that's the you see what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> trying to do that little segue that was no, good, that was good. <laughs> thank you i was trying <laughs> um 
I think that's the perfect segue. We're talking about body image this week. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm ready to get into it. Um, Let's do it. So psychology today defines body image as the mental representation an individual creates of themselves, but it may or may not bear any relation to how one actually appears. Hmm. Body image is subject to all kinds of distortions from the attitudes of one's parents, other early experiences, internal Mm -hmm. elements like Mm -hmm. emotions or moods and other factors. So negative self body image is rampant in the black community, specifically for black women. Mm -hmm. But thank God we are becoming more and more secure with loving our bodies in all shapes and sizes. And that is one way for us to take back our power. Um, So. Today, OOD, we just want to break down the importance of positive and inclusive body image standards and also dish about some of our personal not so great experiences with our own body images. Let's tip the scale and discuss you down with body image. Mm-hmm. But before we get into it, a word from our sponsors. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Welcome back, y'all. I am so hyped to get into this main conversation. So let's get into it. Are y'all down with body image? But let's start with, have you had issues with body image? Um, never. Oh, never. Yes. None of us ever. No. We're perfect and love that stuff. We love our bodies. We always have and we always will. Amen. <laughs> Discussion over. Yeah. It's, I think you can subscribe on. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I don't know a time when I wasn't aware of my body image mm-hmm. or the head thoughts or issues with it. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, to say. I do remember um, one of the first crushes I had. He said I was, he was fat. I thought I was fat and mm. ugly. <laughs> what Damn. Damn. But don't Little worry, y'all. <laughs> you know. Um, but look at you now. Happened. Look at me now. Right. <laughs> I didn't carry that in my mind up until my. <laughs> until <laughs> right now. <laughs> it didn't hurt my feelings at all. <laughs> Clearly. You don't got to um, be a thug, Kira. <laughs> thugs thug thug shed tears too. <laughs> Shoot, thugs cry. Yes. Um, but also my mom's uh, issues with, uh, yeah, issues, that's what you would call them, with um, body image and, you know, trying to lose weight consistently, um, you know, rubbed off on me, I would say, pretty young. I was drinking Slim Fast with her. We would be on diets together, drinking wow. Diet Coke. Wow. I do remember, mm. um, yeah, I wanted to be this crazy level thin that I have never seen once in my life. Like, <laughs> when I was younger. And it just stemmed from what I saw, uh, between what I saw on TV or even, mm-hmm. like, one of my closest friends at the time when I was younger. Um, it's nothing bad. It's like my friend Sade. She was so tiny. And I remember being like, oh, she eats sunflower seeds and Cheetos and her stays so thin. How? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and how? People ain't got to do no work. You're like, right? how? <laughs> I know for me, like, I, I'm i trying to remember, like, espe- specifically high school, I used to wrestle. And for in order to, like, for each match, we'd have to make Wait, weight. Wait, you used to what? I used to wrestle in high school. I was, like, a state champion and, like... Uh, I just love the fact that you <laughs> were a high school wrestler. How'd you yeah. get that state championship? Yes. Did you oh. Listen, somebody by Really? Balls? Really, Kira? We're going to go there? Look, the point is, in high school, I used to have to make weight. And so I was hyper aware of how much I weighed um, to the point where sometimes like, and I'm sort of a procrastinator. So like, I would procrastinate on making weight. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> we all like looked at each other. <laughs> so I'd be like, eat whatever I wanted throughout the week and then I'd be like oh shit I gotta lose weight so I'd like eat a bar of X-Lax and like ha- like not oh eat anything wow and, I like, thought that was a movie trope yeah <laughs> I'd put like a, a plastic bag on my body with like three layers of sweats and like jump Yikes. rope and go to sleep with like the heater on and just to like sweat it all out Oof. and it just I know and recognize that it was super unhealthy but like there is that pressure to be like yeah. to get down to the lowest weight class and I remember like I was at 118s but like really my general body weight was around 130s so it was like just always such a struggle to like be like I gotta get down I gotta I gotta lose weight I gotta lose weight why did you have to like be at that weight class why couldn't you be at 130 well because I sort of tricked myself into thinking like oh I'm tricking everyone else like I'm supposed to be in the 130 range but I'm gonna lose all this weight and wrestle in the 118s so you be then, stronger and yeah and wrestle smaller, exactly. smaller um, oh. people the first thing I can remember um having an issue with my body image definitely in college uh the concept of colorism and all Mm. that that means was made apparent to me but before that like growing up in an all-white community like the the ideal body type was like very skinny like long-legged you know when uh low-rise jeans were in Mm. I wished that my midriff looked like other people's midriff but you know I'm grateful it didn't now um but I remember in like third grade 
wearing shorts to school and sitting on the chair. And my friend was like talking about how when your thighs spread out, that means like you're fat. So I literally would sit with my um, feet, like my feet up on the ball. So my thighs didn't spread out on my chair. Meanwhile, Mamiya is like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I wish I could be as thin as Mamiya. Like that, like you're so, you're, you're. Petite. Yes, petite. That's the word I'm looking for. (laughs) And that you were like, I need to not have fat thighs is crazy to me. Mm -hmm. And it was really, thank you. I mean, I, I definitely have had issues with my size, which is weird because the grass is always greener. Like in, I feel like in the black community, the ideal body weight is like voluptuous and curvy. And, you know, if we're breaking it down deeper with white facial features, like a black woman's body <laughs> with white facial features. People. Are you talking about Kim Kardashian? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very specific. Right. right. But no, it, it is. And like, I have had moments where I'm like, I wish I was curvier because it would make me feel sexier, more confident in my womanhood that I don't have the body of a little boy, but <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I think uh, the the like pressure of black women to be curvy is definitely real. Um, but I think <laughs> my desire for a booty came much later than my uh, realization of like my body issue, because um, I have been like the tallest girl in the world <laughs> since kindergarten I was like Ashley's the caboose she's the tallest she'll turn off the lights and I looked like the teacher in most of the the um, school <laughs> pictures no legit I was uh, as tall I had to stand on the like when I was a girl scout I was a brownie that's like the second youngest okay, girl brownie. scout you can be oh hey yeah, sister um but uh, I had to stand off the bleacher because I was already too tall. And so there was the Aww. captain, the teacher on the one side of the bleacher. And there's me on the other side. Like, <laughs> I guess this is where I go. Um, Why didn't let you sit on the bleacher? Or they yeah. should let you be the leader. Well, to sit. I don't want to sit either. I mean, I think <laughs> it's the idea of being othered. Yeah. Uh, nobody yeah. wants to be othered or stick out when they can't not stick out. Yeah. Um, right. But in, in first grade, they were trying to teach us math and they taught us math with our body weights so we all had to get on the scale are you kidding no. me no. no oh god no oh no. where um, what state were you in school <laughs> we're not going we're not going to try virginia to like that. <laughs> i told y'all about virginia which public <laughs> some schools of the best education schools so some of the best <laughs> education guys um but this was what this teacher chose to do and I you know she didn't think it was going to be an issue but she also didn't realize that she had someone who was a foot taller than everyone else in this class and so on this Uh, chart where we're all learning math everyone's tiny little petite bodies are all the way on the left side and mine Uh. is all the way on the right I mean Uh. gaps and gaps and gaps and then me I don't like that for multiple reasons no it was a horrible and I hope they don't do it anymore but I will never (laughs) forget Jordan DeGrandchamp I hope you're listening uh (laughs) he was like damn Ashley and there it was. Oh, I was like, okay. Oh, I hate right. him. You're not, Boo, he's actually, he's actually not. Don't, I, I didn't. <laughs> to What's his last name? He's such a bully name. His name really is. He wasn't a bully, but he was at the time. He's not a bully now. but He's a little um, boy. You know how yeah. kids are. Yeah. That's why you don't do that stuff to kids. Yeah. And with yeah. other kids around. And give them an opportunity control. to like. Mm, yeah. to, mm, but mm. looking back on it, I wasn't even fat for a kid. I was just 
a whole foot taller than everyone else. Um, And there began my (laughs) issue. Oh, I hate that pressure to be like thin or small. Like it's like we have to like in order to love ourselves or like we love ourselves more when we disappear. Like I think that shit is so awful. And I know a lot of that comes from the images we see in the media. I did grow up around a lot of white folks. And then there was like a trend of anorexia. Oh, yeah. In middle school at my school. Mm. There was a cutting and anorexia trend at my middle school. And I remember like every I don't know if it just at that age, it's the worst time in life in general. (laughs) And then you're like body Mm -hmm. is changing. Other people's bodies are changing. People are starting to like date and like kiss Mm -hmm. and then like you're just like you know if you're not one of those kids which I wasn't who was getting that sort of attention I definitely started to think there's something wrong with me that's why I will Mm -hmm. say that I'm grateful like that in my middle school because it was majority black um uh, no, nah, we was eating. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody was skipping no meals. <laughs> Let me tell you, I had my jello on my plate, my chocolate milk, my orange juice, and my chicken patty, and I ate it all. And nobody said a damn thing because I was actually smaller than some of the bigger girls. So like, it wasn't. It was just like, oh, we eat. We go home and eat fried chicken with our family. <laughs> Not that all black people eat fried chicken, but you know, we were definitely um, eating, eating well uh, as kids, and I don't remember outside of the pressures that I put on myself I even the pressures that I had with um unless you had a friend who was smaller than you and made you feel like some type of way about it directly who they're calling you out like oh look at you like just shaming you for no daggone reason I do feel like as a majority um my middle school was um that's inspiring Or like, I'm happy to hear, which I think brings up a great point of the difference in ideal body image in the black versus white community, Mm -hmm. because um, there's this woman, Sabrina Strings, um, who wrote a book, Fearing the Black Body, the Racial Origins of Fat Phobia. And basically her book discusses how the idea that being a person who is bigger um, is connected to the roots of slavery, because Black women generally have more voluptuous bodies Um, like a prime example, Sarah Bartman, the hot and taut Venus, who was put on display for years. Um, And even after she died, they like after she died, a hundred. Yeah, they cut off her butt for one hundred and seventy eight years. She was on display until South Africa asked for her back. The fear of our bodies as we exist, as we are. And I think that's been a big part of my like unlearning or getting to a space of like love for myself as I am. Um, Like there are just so many images in the media from like the TV that we watch to the films, like, and even that pressure around being like, uh, you know, the camera adds 10 pounds or whatever, Mm -hmm. like all Mm -hmm. of that, like it was, Mm -hmm. it's been such a, a battle to be like, no, I'm not what the scale says. Like, I exist as I am. Like, and I really love Indie Iree's song, like, video. And I love uh, the music yes. of, like, Black women. I'm sure we'll talk about it at another time. But, like, that, the radical idea that, like, I just, I'm okay and I'm beautiful as I am mm-hmm. is, like, in a direct contradiction to what we grew up with and the messages mm-hmm. that we were told growing up. Yeah. Wow. Um, there was this quote I read. I think I read it. Uh, yeah, I read it a f- 
few weeks ago when we were talking about this, but it was like a culture fixated on female thinness is not an obsession about female beauty, but an obsession about female obedience. Mm. Uh, Dieting is the most potent political Mm. sedative in women's history. A quietly mad population is a tractable one. And it's uh, uh, something that they use to like sell you shit. Yeah, like, yes. and I that's feel why like they sell women products on nonstop from nonstop <laughs> the teas to the waist straighters to the every whoever can sell. Like I think at one point Kim Kardashian was selling those lollipops to lose weight, and I was just like, y'all. No. But the Who worst pops? part is that at, at a young age, it, it you know it really affects um, young women. Yeah. Um, on a really heavy level. And I do notice a difference in the uh, mainstream with the ideal body that was, you know, 1990. What is it like? Naomi. Yeah. Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. No, but no nothing. Just like as <laughs> thin as you can be to like now where we have all of these um, black women in or non-black women with thick features some purchase some not (laughs) because they're allowing Uh, themselves to be who they are naturally without like doing all these things to try to stay stick Mm -hmm. the turn from thinness into like thick girls being celebrated i think Mm -hmm. also has a bit of a yeah an issue because now everybody want to be thick everybody want to ask everybody one thighs and we (laughs) want anything possible to get those things um and so it's it's like Mm. you know let's not focus so much on being thin or being thick but just like being happy with the way that you are um Mm -hmm. A lot of this is focused on being thin, but uh, for me, my body issue has always been wanting to be small, not thin, but like shorter small because really? that's, well, because men are typically wanting a woman that's shorter than them. Mm-hmm. That's what society projects. There is uh, that new movie with Issa Rae and Kumal, Lovebirds. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at some such of the posters. Yeah, it's cool. You look at some of the posters uh, <laughs> in LA. Well, I have a problem because you look at some of the posters in LA and there's one where they're back to back and Issa is way shorter than him. But in real what? life, she's tall. She's as tall, if not a hair taller than him. Oh. And so it's like, oh. y'all Y'all really went out of your way to make her look stupid because that her body don't look proportional now. She's <laughs> cut off at the knees. Um, but y'all really went out of your way to reinforce that stereotype. You yeah. know, like I've had short men approach me who I was like, yo, you real fine, but I can't be the big one in this relationship. So mm-hmm. I won't. I can't be with you. Um, mm. But so like that issue as well of like womanhood being connected to being small, not just in weight but in stature as well yeah yeah and desirable to men like that Mm. has so Mm -hmm. much to do with um the whole conversation because men have their own body image issues obviously but the way that they see us and what they prefer in the moment Mm -hmm. or in whatever time dictates how we a lot of us see ourselves and how we think you know we are good as in Mm -hmm. like attractive or beautiful because of what they want Mm -hmm. yeah and that's 
that's just, I mean, thinking about that poster is so crazy because what is it a radical idea for a woman to be taller than a man and be in love? Like when I first met this, I drove Uber and I met this woman who was 5'11 and her man was 5'9. And I was like, legit, your inspiration. I don't know how you do it. (laughs) She was like, I, you know, I had a hang up for a while, but I don't see it until we see pictures. Like I love him. And I was like, that's beautiful, girl. Can I have some? I like how that looks sometimes. We need that, though. We need images of like difference, right? Like there's this mainstream idea that a man has to be taller or that a woman has to look a certain way Mm -hmm. for consumption. Mm -hmm. And it's like we need all of the varieties. Kira, you recommended that we check out uh, Rihanna's fashion show. And I loved like all the different images of bodies from like, Though, like those with this with prosthetics and like larger bodies and shorter and tall and like the gamut trans bodies, non-gender conforming, like we must see those images so that we can see ourselves as we exist, as we are without mm-hmm. the uh, <sighs> stitching through the gaze, the guys through the lens of the right. powers that be. Right. Yeah, How do right. you balance that, though? Because we all want to be desirable. That's not mm-hmm. a bad thing in itself, you know, mm-hmm. wanting to be wanted. Uh, I think, but there is someone for everybody, no matter course. what you look like. Like you can no. be desired. You know what I mean? You have to try to get to a place where it's not affecting your mental health, like on a daily. Like if you hate something about your body so much so that every day you wake up and just can't focus on anything else you're not gonna be happy in this life like you're never gonna find mm-hmm. and, and there's certain things with our bodies like even with height like that's something you've you've been told your whole life you know and mm-hmm. you're not about to be five four tomorrow also i love it now it, <laughs> yeah. it only took getting out of high school y'all <laughs> it gets better to my tall girls out that's, there i mean i feel the same way too with like um my body I've gone up and down in weight or I've been stronger I've been you know thinner I've been thicker I feel like the only um reason that it comes up a lot now in my adult life like body size is like work like if I book a job um I'm like all right what's up <laughs> what, what, what am I gonna look like on camera which is problematic because on one end it's like you can be happy with your body and content with uh being medium and not feeling any pressure from society until you get into something that has to do with your craft and then you're like shoot I gotta hit the gym I gotta go run six miles and it's like I feel like you you just have to find a balance with that I feel like how do you how do you all for everyone find that balance or how do you promote your positive self-image I dance naked in the mirror real sexy yes I love it (laughs) the mirror is wonderful (laughs) yeah love the mirror (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know I think um yeah you, you dancing naked in the mirror is great walking around naked getting used to the way your body looks the way your body is the way it's shaped and it feels in just existing even when you just finished a burger like oh well you know um for me I also like to reinforce um the images that I see on like my social media, like yeah. I follow healthy as the new skinny. Um, I follow um, Meg Boggs. She's a weightlifter, but she like posted something recently where she was just talking about 
um, the difference between her and a very petite woman. And people would look at this petite woman who's strong, has a lot of muscle and assume that she's stronger than the plus sized woman because of the muscles they see. But she can lift 140 more pounds than her. And she's just naturally a bigger woman just but that does not mean that doesn't take away from her athleticism mm-hmm. slash her health it doesn't mean she's not taking care of herself I think that comes up even with like Lizzo and like her mm-hmm. being very positive a body positive and like loving herself and making people uncomfortable because she loved herself so fearlessly unapologetically think, unapologetically mm-hmm. in terms of what I do to promote my self-image i love the song electric lady by janelle Monae. like yes. that song puts me like anytime i'm doing something that i need to hype myself up about i listen to that song and dance and like i said before twerking is really like yes it's a real <laughs> spiritual thing like it just shaking your body like that and just feeling every inch of it does something to let you know who cares. Like, this is going to jingle, mm. this isn't. And mm-hmm. fuck what you heard. <laughs> <laughs> and Megan, I, she's, I love, yes, she does sell sex in the way that, um, you know, a lot of these uh, Instagram people do or, you know, certain certain women choose to, which is their prerogative. And I'm I'm all here for it. Um, but she also has a very natural body. Like, she is, you know, taller and thick and not putting she don't have ass shots I mean she does naturally have ass so she does fit you know certain boxes but on one end I'm like she been loving her body even though it doesn't fit the norm of like Mm -hmm. you know um like Cardi's like five but Megan didn't Megan grow up in Houston yeah eating eating, loving life yeah (laughs) Houston that's she's Norman in Houston I feel Mm -hmm. like um but I just think that's awesome, like seeing um, more of that. That and I like. I love like it's similar to you, like curating the things that come into your feed and like making sure you invest in or ingest like images that are affirming. I know that's a big part of how I like uh, just maintain a, a positive body image for myself. You know, affirmations are really good of like, you know, I'm healthy, I'm whole. I, well, you know, yes. like, mm-hmm. is it weird that I actually say, especially before auditions, like, you're beautiful. You're yes. a bad bitch. I literally tell myself yes. that in the mirror. <laughs> and I, who knows if my neighbors have heard me, but it, it really <laughs> had like, Cause I am, and right? I forget mm-hmm. that sometimes. So mm-hmm. you gotta remind yourself. Yeah, I literally wrote a whole poem. I have this poem called "Note to Self" that I would oh. perform at every <laughs> set, where it's just like, in case you tripped, fell, and somehow forgot, you are beautiful. Like I'm not gonna go into the whole poem, but like, it's just so often we're put down and told we're not worthy, told we're not enough, and it's like, uh, especially I I love the elders, like. Uh, I I know I talk about black feminist thought a lot on this podcast, but like there are just so many black women who have come before, who have claimed their bodies for themselves, who have said, I am not, you know, I am not what everyone else is saying, but I am for me and myself. Right. And I just uh, the importance of like reading those who've come before and like their advice, their words, their affirmations. Mm -hmm. What would your grandmother think about the negative things you say to yourself? My family, being African, being from Ghana, if you're not 
big, they think there's something wrong with you. Like, so they always are like, are you okay? And like asking my mom if I eat and I'm like, if I didn't eat, I would die. Cause you know, you can't be disrespectful. <laughs> but like clearly I eat what, mm-hmm. but I just don't, I have like my dad's mom's body type and my mom's other side of the family is va va boom so they really go in on me when what did they get mommy up <laughs> they're va va boom va va boom <laughs> I don't think I've heard that <laughs> uh, I wonder if you feel similar my brother is very very thin and despises when anyone makes a comment about his weight about him being thin mm. uh, he's like you don't talk about fat people. You don't, you shouldn't be talking about skinny people. Thank like, you, don't Ashley's tell me brother. <laughs> right, don't tell me to eat a burger. Mm-hmm. I need a shirt that says that. Don't tell me to eat a burger. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll eat a burger if I want to. Yeah. Um, I think you- commenting on anyone else's body is so unnecessary. It's just, yeah. No, don't do it. Stop. Mm-hmm. It's not your place. And also... Mm-hmm. You know, worry about your daggone self. Worry right. about your own body. If you love your body and feeling healthy, I think healthy, that's then- what it stems from. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, we have our own insecurities, so mm-hmm. we project onto other people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that we don't have to deal with our own shit. Mm-hmm. Also, like people want to put their their issues on you, and you're like, yeah. nah, man, keep that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yours. It's not mine. No, thank mm-hmm. you. I know. I always, I distance myself from those conversations as well. That's also one thing I do. Yeah. Where I, I just have so many friends who are obsessed with it. And you're like, all right, cool. You want with their body and what they're eating, and they're on this new diet, and they want it. And I'm like, cool. I'm glad you're happy. You're happy. You're happy. So LA. Yes, LA. (laughs) Okay, don't put that on LA. Yes, it is. Let me tell you, it's on people that come from other places to LA trying to tell. uh, Okay, I'm a con. You literally grew up here and you got the issue too. How you going to (laughs) blame for anyone else? (laughs) I've never, like, there's something about seeing yourself on camera that Mm. it makes you just hyper aware. So it's a system uh, or it's a symptom of the system. Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you guys. And also the Photoshop of it all that's what like, I was about to say like how you guys feel about that <laughs> no because I mean you know it's like uh, there's all these you know filters and face tuning and things that like distort mm. the human body and you're like that's not real but they're telling us that's what is mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure to be perfect Instagram makes us all feel like we got to be tip top a, you know, our best selves all the time, mm-hmm. even if that's not even our best self, it's <laughs> our best someone else. Yeah, um, right. I'm not down with it. I think, you know, I think you should be happy with what you got. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't use uh, Facetune or Photoshop because I don't want to not like my face and I do like it now. And I imagine if I use Photoshop a bunch, I would wish I was always airbrushed. Mm. Mm. do you do you relate that to like cosmetic surgery as well how do you guys feel about that like i i personally think i used to be like oh my gosh people get plastic surgery and now i well after living in la watching a lot of real housewives it's been normalized to me a little bit Mm -hmm. but I just kind of feel like do what you want. Like, I'm not going to talk down on somebody making a choice that makes them feel more comfortable in their skin. Like that Mm -hmm. is none of my business. Mm -hmm. And and everybody's different. Like if you you've had an issue with a certain part of your body your whole life and you have the means to change it or make it what you want. I don't Mm -hmm. think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Long as it's not because you hate yourself. But I think that's where it stems from a lot. 
I don't think so. I don't think that's true for everybody. Mm-hmm. No, some people I are just some- like, there's a thing, like if you had a something, whatever, mm-hmm. and you really just felt like you're a confident person, but you don't like that thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, I think there's investigating the root of why you don't like it. That comes up for me. And again, you know, everyone makes the choices for their bodies that they want. But sometimes I feel like especially women are are fed these narratives of, of what we should look like over and over and over. And so we internalize that and think that the only way to solve it is to pluck and stitch and change our bodies to fit some distortion of who we actually are. I think that goes without saying, but mm-hmm. I think that there are certain people like a lot of people that we look up to and basically any actor, you know, actress probably has done a little something, especially mm-hmm. the one, the whole black don't crack. Yes, it don't. But a lot of the aunties yeah. who they say yeah. that about have Botox. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. They feel so, like, I think right. yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I think like do what makes you happy if something you don't like you got the means to fix it fix it you know make sure you check in with yourself but my whole thing is be honest mm-hmm. um because it's important for people to know that you not everyone comes out with uh, proportions like that and yeah uh, you make people do just crazy things when mm. i feel like you aren't honest yeah. about what's going on what's going down yeah. You got a nose job. That's cool. You look good. Yeah. Stop lying about it. Mm-hmm. Deviated septum. <laughs> <laughs> that is you what people say. Job. They really do. <laughs> right? <sighs> that is oh, that's so hilarious cool. that you say that. I have, oh, that's just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like the some, like I feel like they tell like black folks are like, your nose is too big. And then a lot of celebs wind up getting their noses done. And it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. but where is that? Like, that's not. A, <laughs> it's all rude. Rooted in Eurocentric beauty standards. Right. Like those are like mm-hmm. embedded in everything. I mean, everything to we could say your hair being blonde is a part of that because it isn't. Right. Blonde. So it's all mm-hmm. a part of the idea that these things that are closer to white are better and more beautiful and more desirable. Mm-hmm. So. But you dyed your hair blonde. Do you hate yourself, Yasmin? (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to play. But I can see how it would tie into that. I mean, I think it's. I don't know. I agree. Mm hmm. I do. I agree. Sometimes people uh, getting work and tweaking and changing things uh, about their face and body um, is it comes from the wrong place. But also, I don't think it means that they just hate themselves. I feel like sometimes people wake up and just like, dang, I really this nose and I've been feeling this way for years. I'm going to change it. And if you go change it five more times, well, then yeah. <laughs> if you go change that's this, that, this is a slippery yeah. slope. But I, I mean, start looking like a lion. Yeah. Why do they all have the same look? Is it like, a generic like pick the face off the wall type like tattoo? I like think what happened to Lil balls. Kim, for example? Oh, yeah, she looks like a porcelain doll. We see in the mental health on the outside. Yeah, that's coming mm-hmm. into power and not knowing yourself not knowing mm. that you're worthy before mm-hmm. you get yeah that power i think it's very it's very important and she was, she was old chasing after biggie who yes. was, mm-hmm. was doing everything with, with anybody but her and she yep. was in love with him and she probably has some sort of 
chip that is still there about being light and having a point. And also the the colorism issue came up with Kim. She lightened her skin. I mean, and she tried to, you know, Faith Evans had lighter skin and was Mm -hmm. Biggie's choice. The one that he respected. I mean, she was Mm -hmm. dealing with a lot of Mm -hmm. (laughs) trifling niggas. Psychological stuff. (laughs) And her own psychological stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So together, well, then we get the face she got now. And I I hope she's finding happiness. I hope, yeah, I hope she's good yeah how do you think though like women's the messaging around women's bodies has evolved over the years because i think about uh renaissance paintings right of like mm-hmm. very voluptuous women mm, and i like, wait for that to come back right <laughs> like, like singing with a gut. they have full guts yeah really <laughs> like, there's this commercial right now and this woman is singing opera and her boobs are like like moving to the <laughs> rhythm and I was like wow they really had those puppies pushed up to their <laughs> throat I remember uh, J-Lo that was like one of the first times I felt a shift in the culture mm-hmm. like uh, you know I remember starting with Brandy on Moesha there was an episode where Brandy was called Big Butt she had a she got voted biggest butt and it was a problem she was at the gym oh trying to work off her big butt and then like two years later J-Lo walks the red carpet in that green Versace mm-hmm. dress and everyone's like J-Lo the year of the booty she's yeah. got it we want it she got um, it insured remember that I oh, do yes. yes I do yeah. which is so interesting because I, re- I recently rewatched the pilot of Moesha and like her character was playing Countess Vaughn and I'm like yeah. damn for like yeah. being bigger and I'm like damn like that's there's no need to fat shame her like oh, feel- before the time they were, that so, we mean had the word yeah. fat shame. They were so mean to her yeah they remember were. when they tried out for cheerleading and the uh, Gabrielle Union was the cheerleading captain. Love you, Gabby, but this is not a, a good moment. And she was so mean. She was like, Moesha, you should try out. But Kim really wanted to try out. And then they like made fun of her in the tryout. It was really sad. But that she was, did like, make it. In she my did memory. make the team, though. She did. And, and then she started being a, a brat. I also the- feel like that's <laughs> where Gabrielle Union manifested her role in Bring It On. For sure. That's- nope. Or they used that tape to like yeah, to them. To get her in that room. <laughs> <laughs> she was she's a great she's a great yeah um but yeah I, I think that we're shifting in the right direction as a culture it's just slowly with the patriarchy trying to like not focus on the male gaze mm-hmm. and also like allowing women to express in different ways I think mm-hmm. we're used to like being put into one one box but like we have women who who wop <laughs> <laughs> who have wops who have wops yeah. <laughs> I was like how do you wop <laughs> like wop, wop, let me wop, see you wop let me see you wop the wop, wop is a dance wop, though mm-hmm. it is it's a New Orleans dance mm-hmm. <laughs> um Women against patriarchy is what I was talking about, guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's how you wop. <laughs> but yeah. then you also have, uh, you know, women who want to wear full body, you know, garments Which and I cover everything out. And I think that's beautiful. I think we just got to find a place where we can all do what we want and not be invested in what men think or let mm-hmm. society get into our heads. I think you're right, Kara, but it all starts with us, right? Like yeah, all of us have to say, okay, I'm going to be who I am regardless mm-hmm. of what anyone else thinks or says and mm. own it. And that's yeah. very hard. It's hard. It is hard. 
as much as I, I'm preaching it, I'm like, dang. Yeah. Ooh, it's, yeah. it's easier to preach it is to practice. Right. So uh-huh. I put know, filters on pictures struggle. on the gram. Y'all seen mm-hmm. the pictures. Clearly, I put filters on. It's you don't need no filter either because you got the best skin ever. <laughs> Genetics. Oh, well, thank you, Ashley. But she, she can't even take the compliment. Mm, mm. I still like my filters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but then you see the girls on uh, Tinder with all Snapchat features, uh, filters. And it's just like, like the oh. rosy, like unrealistic anime yeah. looking ones. And it's like, like, you don't even care that we know. <laughs> this ain't you. <laughs> It's so funny too when they also have like you got the dog face and then you got the cat face and then you got this face and I was like, but I haven't seen your face, girl. Like, what do you actually (laughs) look like like in real life? Without there's a little. Have you noticed this? I don't know what generation you would call it. Maybe some people our age do it too. Just the like sticking out the tip of your tongue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it's like so. I, I don't know. It kind of makes my skin crawl. <laughs> like my niece I hate that. I'm not going to lie. Stuff. I sometimes am a tongue sticker outer in pictures. <laughs> what are you trying to say when you do that? I don't that know. It feels like tongue. It's like fun. Yeah. She's saying <laughs> it. Like ah. <laughs> yeah. That's a different. Yeah. That's a kiss. It's like a cute, yeah. like, uh. I'm in between those two tongues. I'm like, I have on one end the Cardi tongue all the way to the floor. Full, and full then, tongue. Full tongue. You and love the full got, tongue. I love the full tongue. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like, like, and then I see the picture, I'll be like, I'm like, why did Karen why take did 16 pictures with her tongue out? I'll be so mad. I'll be in a group picture, and then I'll be like, but why did I keep my tongue out? Why did I do that the whole time? The whole time. It's like different poses, same tongue. <laughs> um, if y'all um, I actually despise seeing people's tongues. It's really gross to me. <laughs> yeah. I loved seeing tongues, though. Mm. Why would you love seeing them? I don't know. Like, you I just trying to be seeing... anti me? No, I just genuinely like. I'm like, that's a sexy tongue. Like, okay, she like you are imagining it licking you. Is that yeah. what? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't like the tongues in the wop. Uh, different thing. Yeah, Cardi B got a whole different kind of thing working. Yo, I know. Like, there's a curve in her tongue, and yeah, like I that. I will say, I did see that, and wow. I was like, "How'd she do that, though?" Wow, are you wow, sure wow. it's real, though? It could have been genetic. Uh, Photoshop photo. That's what is genetically enhanced. But no, that's no, how she, she got that sound like. That's why her she talk like that. <laughs> she got strong tongue. Tongue. Her tongue is too big. Cardi, tell us, did you genetically modify your tongue? No, uh, <laughs> she gonna hate. She gonna hate that question. <laughs> Oh, I would love her for her to respond because she has. (laughs) I know. I'd love her to Cardi. Please let us know when you're available. We'd love to (laughs) chat with you. We'd love to have you on the show. (laughs) I so I was thinking about like ways that tools that people can use um, to to boost their self esteem. Um, And this woman who's a psychologist, Elizabeth Halstead came up with three components to having a positive body image. One of them is self-esteem, which we all know what that mm-hmm. means, but easier said than done. Um, and also having a positive attitude, which sounds like some Barney advice. But if you're really... <laughs> no, it's real, though. Like, literally, don't... Girl. Right. What'd you say? Uh, says our pep girl. <laughs> Affirmations I also, are 
great. They are I great. I also used to they be are. a cheerleader in ninth grade. Yes, man. I, I asked you, how dare you leave me in the oh, dark for lied. this long? I literally I, asked you if you were a cheerleader. I can't believe you weren't. And you I mean, lied. It was a very, yeah. I don't remember you asking this question. Granted, I sometimes have the memory it's of the squirrel. Tape. It's on tape. So, <laughs> I do play actually it back, remember. Ashley, play it back. Okay, Kira remembers. <laughs> I do remember. Damn. Damn. Uh, yeah, I cheerled for a very brief stint in the ninth grade. Mm, uh, it all makes sense now. The, the clap with like your full. <laughs> oh, the rhythm clap. part. The rhythm part threw you out. The Lego clap. All the right. excitement was there, but <laughs> okay, I get it. All the right. enthusiasm. Mommy, your self esteem. What was the other? So it's a positive <laughs> attitude. So that yeah. means like dispelling perfectionism, comparing yourself to others, or being highly critical of yourself and others. Mm-hmm. And then also emotional stability, which we touched on before, just maintaining a healthy connection in your thoughts around your body and what it looks like mm-hmm. i appreciate you bringing the facts right go ahead <laughs> also i think you, you could talk dirty to yourself a little bit get nasty with yourself get nasty <laughs> what you say nasty to yourself <laughs> see that's between me and my body <laughs> <laughs> oh you really not gonna give us nothing no way oh y'all what oh just what? Really just want? a little just a little yeah um, okay. Uh, what well, this is so messy, y'all. Me too. I'll do it too. Is... Go for it. Okay. I'll go for it. Just like, okay, girl, look at you looking all good, looking thicker than a snicker. You wet, wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, juicy. You sweating this. <laughs> you sweating. Oh, you incorporate I'm your sweat. all the right spots. <laughs> all the right right gonna say. No. My body fully, and that is yes. one major thing. It's wonderful. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like that, Kara. Thank you. Okay, now we all have to do it. Yeah, everybody's got to do it. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm usually like a oh, girl, look at them legs. Mm, okay. Brown skin, your skin glistening. You look like it. a goddess. You ooh, ooh. Someone would be so lucky to even <laughs> rest their eyes upon this. Oh, yes. <laughs> I do. So for me, mine, I quote Zora Neale Hurston often. And she says, like, uh, <laughs> leave me alone. She's like, no. She's like, I love Zora Neale Hurston. But that's, yeah, okay. No, because it's like, how could any deny themselves the pleasure of my Ooh, company you love and that she, quote. she loves that, that quote. y'all know i do I she loves loves that for everything we get kicked anything. out of the club how could anybody <laughs> deny because <laughs> it's their motherfucking loss you're right you're right you're right oh uh, i like i just think about it so much because i'm like you know what you are bomb you are like i'm like okay curls popping hair frizzy <laughs> you better go on and live your <laughs> best life shine bitch shine yes bitch these are the i will say yes when you're also very good at doing this for other people like we'll be yeah. walking the street and there are strangers and Yasmin is yelling yes sis yes what that skirt sis I know so like, or whenever you run into an afro twin which I've seen about five million yes. times there's like yeah. this connection that happens I, see, I love your I love your fro I love your fro Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, we have to lift each other up. Yes, I think that's do. a big part mm-hmm. of it. You know, yeah. I like, want you to know that I wasn't making fun of you. I was <laughs> saying that that's a great thing that you do. Right? I agree, <laughs> mommy. You didn't go. 
<laughs> Wait, what? I forgot. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, mommy. Mm -hmm. One of the things that you'd be saying uh, in the mirror. <laughs> uh, I just uh, similar stuff. I'm just like, you're a bad bitch. Don't yes. let these motherfuckers mess that up or mm -hmm. get it twisted. You, you know, I, mm -hmm. you're an amazing writer. You are hilarious yes. and you're beautiful. You're you come from royalty. You came from Ghana. You, oh, yes. hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> you got Nubian skin. Yes, <laughs> which is by the sun. <laughs> and I, I really think that I'd love that we all do that in our own ways. And we've never discussed that, but yeah. it's I know, right? A part of your self care and self love to remind yourself, you a bad bitch. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you affirm yourself, you affirm other people. Mm -hmm. It's like a ripple effect of like, you know, I hope and you that walk with a, a different posture when you mm -hmm. when you know who you are is OK. Like mm -hmm. all flaws and all. Nobody's perfect. I've never met a perfect. Person. Yeah. It's so interesting that, you know, we focus so much on our bodies and being thin or small or whatever it is, the right color. Uh and we see people who don't fit those standards at all, having so much confidence and yes. pulling, mm -hmm. pulling people yes. who you like, wait, hold up. I didn't right. know you can get him or she can get her. Like how? Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. confidence is knowing, hey, you know, I'm not perfect and neither are you. Mm -hmm. But you want this. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, you should be so lucky. My you next boyfriend, so oh, you, uh, you <laughs> are in for a great time mm -hmm. <laughs> well, when, that. if you're listening you're <laughs> taking boyfriend applications <laughs> you would be so lucky I'm so glad that we shared that with each other um, yes. it's so nice to know that y'all talking in the mirror too affirming your body loving yourself look at that it's fat ass <laughs> <laughs> that chocolate old chocolate old skin all right, y'all, we need to get out of here. We need yeah, to <laughs> move on. I'm happy y'all love y'all's y'all bodies. Um, but it is time for us to give some advice to someone. Um, but first, we're going to take a little break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. 
we're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Welcome back. It is time for us to jump in to our advice letter. Yasmin, what do you have for us? So today's advice letter reads, Hi, OOD. I've been dating this man for over a year, and like most couples, we have our good days and our bad days. But every time we have sex, he gets mad at me for not coming and asks me if I'm not attracted to him and if I think, quote, his dick is small. Oh, no. Oh, no. I love parts of him, but every time I hear this, it makes me feel disgusting. I asked him to please stop saying that to me because it makes me feel gross and explain that I'm not a porn star who comes with an orchestral soundtrack, girl. Mm, okay. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. should, <laughs> should I leave this guy? Is there anything I can do to make him stop thinking that? Thanks. Signed, not a porn star. Oh my god. This man is asking <laughs> right after sex, asking, is my dick small? Yes. That is a mood killer. Red flag. Sis run. He's insecure, clearly. Um very, and also very. too, probably a selfish lover if he's worried about his dick size being small. Cause if he was giving me some good head and then the dick game was the dick game was good. <laughs> yeah, there are other ways. There are other ways. That's very sir. true, Kara. There's several ways. I'm not worried about your little job. dick, right? If you get yeah. your job done, then mm. And That's the fact true. that he gets mad at you for not coming. It's like yeah. I think she should leave him. Like that's not a healthy foundation mm-hmm. to build uh, mm-hmm. an intimate relationship on. And even if he stops, he's probably going to do it again or transfer the insecurity into another way of belittling you. Right. Mm. And I'm like, this is it's every time y'all have sex. Mm. Like that's that's exhausting. I, that does not sound fun. It is exhausting, but I think we also have to uh, just be aware that there is a lot of. There's pressure. pressure on men and yep. women True. based on off of porn. Um, right. And yeah, when a man true. can't make a woman come or doesn't make a woman come, they feel less of a man. Um, mm. And that's not your burden to carry. But if you do love him, maybe sex therapy would be something mm-hmm. to look into. Yeah. But like thinking about the way that the, the unrealistic way that porn makes uh, having sex look. And I think like this is a part part and parcel of the conversation we're having right now around like what is the impact of uh, of these images that we're receiving mm-hmm. that women are supposed to squirt or supposed to come at the end of like at the end when the man is climaxing like and even to imp- imp- imply that men that a man's pleasure and his release is like what's is, supposed to happen during sex like right? that's the reason we're doing it is for him can I yeah. ask have y'all seen uh, feminist porn no, uh, I haven't paid know for that it. Was a thing. I've searched for it. I've been like, <laughs> it's a <'cause-> thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it's not my style. It's a little too. It's reciting prose in the middle. It's not prose, but it's the music feels like prose. It's like white sheets blowing in the wind, and oh. it's oh, like realistic sexuality. bodies. Yeah. It, is, it is realistic Gender bodies, but it's just not, not enough. It's not enough, oh, oh, no, for me. For me. Not I, have, I haven't actually seen the brand feminist <laughs> porn, but I have seen porn. Like, if I want to slow it down, um, <laughs> I want to go to get your wine, light your candles. <laughs> uh, slow like it down. T- uh, tantric sex porn is. Um, why are we mm. talk about this right mm-hmm. now? But anywho, because <laughs> she's not a porn star. She's not. A, you're not a porn star, but like it's a slow love making style thing. It's about pleasure. Is there's not a race, mm-hmm. and also too, if he is actually genuinely wanting to please you, um, then he should know that it's going to take more than him and his 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 dick. That like it's going to take steps, yeah. and you guys have to be patient with each other. But and he needs vocal and communicative. And vocal. Communicative. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have you told him? Hey, if you go down on me for a while, you might get the reaction you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I feel you like know? every guy in the world needs to know that little gem that Ashley just dropped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and I also think, um, you know, he is asking, like, he is upset that you aren't coming, which can be toxic, but also some men don't care. <laughs> some not even concerned. Some just like, I got my, all right, let me send my parents to be good about it. So, I mean, we're, we're meeting him where he's at and clearly there's a lot of buildup around this and maybe some sort of shame he has from past relationships and sex yeah. can be very intimate and hard. So, mm-hmm. I think y'all need to see somebody's, my advice is to talk to somebody else. You could also try getting a vibrator, not a porn star. Um, and actually, oh, yeah. we're Introduce assuming toys. that not a not a porn star. We're assuming that their gender, but uh, you know, try different toys, introducing mm-hmm. other things into the bedroom, yeah. the things that you want. Um, clitoral stimulation is wonderful at the same time as being penetrated. So that's something you could try as well. Like mm-hmm. they're just mm-hmm. you know, I, I, try some new things. Mm-hmm. But communication is key. Mm-hmm. Yes, there we go. So basically, not a porn star. We feel like um, you need to talk to your guy, figure mm. out what's going on with him. And, you know, don't cut him off immediately because he has these little hangups. But if they stick around, <laughs> figure out when it's time to exit. <laughs> yeah. Lee, that's not your shame to hold. Get out, Lee, right mm. now. It's the end of <laughs> you, you and me. I saw <laughs> uh, an aside. I saw a video of JoJo singing at a New Year's Eve party, and someone was like, "This white girl going off." That's <laughs> <laughs> JoJo. That's like, like what rock do you live under? <laughs> right, right. Where um, were you in two thousand four? I feel like not she's born. <laughs> right, probably. Damn, two thousand four was so long ago. Damn, it feels right? like ten years. Right. Uh, oh, she's man. an amazing singer. Um, on a low, I uh, hope the world all gets to know. What you mean? I, I, I think she was a one hit wonder. She had well, one I mean, hit. She was but a one hit wonder, but singer. her voice is yeah, great. Her voice amazing. is incredible. I've heard her live like two times and been floored. I was. You like, went to jo- to JoJo concerts, two of them. No, I didn't go to concerts. Don't shame um, her. She's not shame you, Kara. Clarification. How dare you? You really come for her. I think JoJo's amazing. I would listen to Leave Get Out on repeat for a whole concert. I just am trying to picture going with Stop It, Ashley, on repeat. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm just telling yes. the point. Get out. Leave. Yep. Again. Play it again. Play it again. Oh, <laughs> what were we doing? Oh yeah, we were giving advice. Yeah, it is true that men also deal with body image issues. So Mm. we can't be ignorant to that fact or like put these unrealistic standards on them that they're going to be like um, 100% confident and okay with everything about themselves. Mm-hmm. That's real. Because their pressure is, I think, less than what women have, but it is definitely there. You know, if we're talking about dick and manlyhood and how men equate, you know, certain things to being a man, that's... Mm-hmm. Go ahead and say it, Kira. You know, having a big dick, you know, like that's one main <laughs> thing go. that a lot of men have issues with or you think that eat. they need. And mm-hmm. I don't think that... Um, is a problem for most uh, women when they're in relationships with men the size of their dick. So I think the genital area is a body image issue that a lot of men deal with and think about consistently. So yeah, Mm -hmm. compared to women who we have, you know, is it the ass today? Is it the boobs (laughs) today? Is it the face today? Is it this? Is it that? What are the conversations just are, um, you know, a little different. But I, I, I'm here for you. A little different, but. We're all under pressure. Let's all drop <laughs> drop these cloaks of pressure. This this idea that we all gotta be something else and let's just exist. Can we all agree? Yes, today. Starting today. <laughs> yeah. And you wanna go somewhere. How many times are we gonna break out? It's a song <laughs> every episode. Specifically <laughs> into songs that Yasmin does not know. Yasmin, Wait, you what don't you know mean you don't know the song? sister act song? If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, that's the most. Wake up and I, know pay the, I know the Lauren Hill one where that kid breaks out and he's like, "That's um, not joyful, even joyful. the Lauren Hill one." <laughs> the Lauren Hill one is his eyes on the, the sparrow. sparrow. Yes. Joyful, joyful is the Leave city high guy. Yes, you be having me. No, I can't. And- you jump <laughs> into this. <laughs> oh, guys, I need some advice now. How do I tell my friend? She's got a lot of learning to do. <laughs> Dumb movie, Shamey. Uh, well, we hope that helped. Not a porn star, um, <laughs> right? right, think right. It, I think we advice. gave some pretty good insight mm-hmm. um, yeah. across the board. Go um, forth and prosper. You are a scholar and a gentle person. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, today's been amazing, guys. We talked about body image, gave some tools to cr- promote positive self image, and we hated just- on Virginia. We mm. did hate Give on Virginia. Give my sister back. Give her Take back. Her. Take her back. We don't want her. No, I'm kidding, Jake. You're welcome here. You're welcome here, Jake. Give it Ashley for back. Lovers. Uh, and um, and we also talked a little bit about some of the things we deal with ourselves. So it was really nice to hear from you guys um, that we're all, you know, going through our own stuff and taking it one day at a time. Yeah. Cue that song about one day at a time. Anyway, (laughs) we appreciate y'all tuning in. Please remember to share and review this podcast. Um, It helps us out and we want to know what you think. You can come get to know us a little better on social media at Obama's Other Daughters on Instagram or at OOD Improv on Twitter and on Facebook at Obama's Other Daughters. And of course, please, if you need advice, you got a question, it doesn't have to be dating related. Uh, it could be anything. Hmm. Almost anything. I feel like there's some things that we maybe wouldn't want to respond to. Uh, but send us your letters nonetheless at oodpodcast at gmail.com. 
We love y'all deeply. And we will see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. You Down is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thank you.